Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Forrest. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going good. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Seth is sparkly and enjoying his life at a Kesha concert. Nice. I'm very jealous. Uh, I was supposed to be there, but I didn't buy tickets and forgot to, and then by the time... (laughs) It was just a long thing. It was like, by the time I went to buy tickets, it was like, uh, we're moving into a new apartment. Life is hectic. So Can't it's like, it. it just not, not the best time. Yeah. Well, so. he should be jealous of us because we had dino nuggets tonight. Yeah. And they were beautiful. It's the primest food. Truly the... Pinnacle the, of cuisine. Yes. Uh, yes. Honestly, it, humanity peaked when we, we made Dino Nuggets. And Hamburger Helper. Yes. So. Ooh. Humanity peaked at Hamburger Helper. That's that's the truth. I need to have both of those, like, in yeah. one night. You might be pushing the limits of reality. I, hey, I'm, you, I'm known to push boundaries. I know we need to be talking <laughs> about video games, but you are doing... Uh, like, I forgot the guy's name, but, like, Doctor Strange probably said that. And then <laughs> the guy was like, you probably shouldn't do that. And he, and he does jumps it. off into the portal. Yeah. Walk. And then Doctor Strange is like, I'm going to do it. Wink. And, yeah. And then that's when reality starts uh, swirling. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the Spider-Man trailer. Yes. Uh, which is hot news. It's hotter than most gaming news that really happened this past week. Um but we do have some news to talk about, as, lo- as well as I played something. Uh, I played 12 minutes, and Ooh. I beat it. Did you beat it in 12 minutes? No, uh, that's not possible. <laughs> uh, I think there's an ending you can get by... Kind of like that Far Cry ending, yeah. where like if you don't do anything. Yeah. Uh, I think that that is possible. Uh, Far Cry 4, I think, had yes. that. Yes, yep. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of complicated feelings <laughs> with that game, and I want, uh, there's a lot of content warnings I would want to say that that game doesn't give you that should be in there, mm. uh, that they don't say because they would be spoilers, and if I were to tell you what the content warnings need to be, then it would spoil you on some of the stuff in the game, um, so it's it's a strange situation, uh, but it is a game. Okay. And one of the things I can talk about mechanically is that uh, it is a click adventure. Yeah. So I saw that um, on some videos I've watched of it. That is fine, but when you are using a controller to interact with that world, it does not translate as well. Uh, point and click on a controller is very clumsy and uh, it doesn't feel great all the time. And so uh, I know my buddy Chris played this game. He enjoyed it a lot more than I did, uh, which is fine. Like that's what art is subjective. Um, I enjoyed playing the game. I thought that the, even though I was having to use a controller and it was clumsy, I enjoyed the mechanics of the puzzle solving of some of the areas. Um, while I did not enjoy the plot and some of the reasoning, I enjoyed like uh, the 
kind of ramming your head against a wall and and trying to figure out solutions to puzzles. Yeah. There was one point in the game where I did look up the solution uh, for one of the puzzles, and that's just because I did not think what the game was trying to ask of me was kind of possible. Uh, it turns out it was. I just was a little... I don't know if impatient is the right word or if I just... Um, I don't know. I, I kind of just I looked at the guide and I was like, oh, and, and I actually was one or two loops from getting to where like it starts to go downhill. So I don't feel bad for looking it up either. I was gotcha. like I was at the end, yeah. basically. So it, it's it's a fun game, uh, <laughs> despite some of the traumatic and interesting story turns it takes. Uh, I emphasis on traumatic. There's a, there was one or two points in the game where I put my controller down and debated if I still wanted to play the game. And, and I think that, uh, art is meant to elicit an emotion. And so it did what it was supposed to do. Uh, but I don't know if it was earned or worth it in a lot of sense if, if that makes sense yeah like, yeah uh it definitely made me feel a certain way but like looking back at the piece as a whole i don't feel like um uh it's it's just kind of thrown at you it's it's not given a good reason or a good solution or a good like a nice bow and it wraps up and you kind of understand the story it's like here it is and it's like, whoa, okay. It has an arm <laughs> full of things that it just shoves right, into right, your right. arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's interesting. I, I do think people should play it. Um, and once you get to the point where you maybe can't stomach it or <laughs> you, uh, you don't like some of the things going on, don't feel bad with stopping. That's what I would say. Gotcha. Uh, it is beatable in a in a one sit down session. I beat it. Love that. Uh, in like a three hour session, uh, it can go up to like five or six if you're trying to get multiple endings. But the ending I chose uh, because I, <laughs> it's I'm not gonna spoil it. I promise because they're like genuinely. If I was to go into it, it would spoil it. Um, but the ending I chose was a, in my heart, I was like. Yes, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And so I chose it as a definitive ending. And it turns out that is the only ending where you can't continue to keep doing replays. It just mm. hard credits and ends. I see. So that's like technically not like the final ending, but it is an ending Yeah. Uh, with uh, less resolution. But in my opinion, I watched the other endings on YouTube. Uh, they don't provide much more resolution in my opinion. Anyway, so I felt okay with my choice. So it's it's an interesting game with a lot of emotions and reactions out there. And I think some of them are valid. Uh, I think a lot of people have a hard time separating if they like the game versus liking the plot. And, and once again, I want to say I the act of playing the game, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the puzzle solving the um you can pick stuff up and combine um with different items and there's actually multiple ways to do multiple stuff uh like 
uh, it's it's a small spoiler, but it's it makes sense. So there's a there's grates in your home that you can open, right? Yeah. Uh, and and you you can use multiple items to open up the grates, but I didn't know that until mm. later. So like, um, I always thought you just had to use the knife, but it turns out as I was like looking up stuff about the game, you could use your keys. You could use one of the spoons if you grab them. So like, this there's a lot of inventive ways to get around the game and interact with the world, even though it's such a small apartment. Yeah. Puzzle solving um, isn't necessarily a one piece right. puzzle. Right. Now some of them are, but there's a lot of them that are not. Yeah. Um, Interchangeable. Exactly. Things. Leaves um, it open. Yeah. Uh, I found the, the performances to be interesting. Uh, Cause of course this is a star studded cast and, uh, James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley are the uh, man and woman in the apartment, and Willem Dafoe is the cop. Uh, Willem Dafoe is Willem Dafoe, so it's really hard to, you know, he's kind of a person you put in a booth and you just tell him to do what he's going to do. Yeah. Because he's, you can't he's disguise his voice, no. it's distinctive. Now, Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy are doing. American accents to where you can't even really tell that they're them, in my opinion. Mm. Like, it's like, I I can pick out that it's you, but it also, without seeing your face... It could have been anyone else. It could else. have been anyone else. They could have saved could, so much money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Listen, budgeting is a very important thing, especially right. for indie games. So, uh, and I mean, it's a star-studded cast. They they nailed it with the cat. The it's nice, but it's you know I feel like they could have almost picked any other voice actor. Uh, it is weird. So, um, you because re- you're playing as the man. It's also hilarious to know that like James McAvoy had to be in a booth doing all this uh, these. Uh, how do you like video game noises? Yeah. Like grunts. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, movement noises. Uh, like stuff like that. And it's like James McAvoy is like <laughs> an award winning actor and he's having to sit in a booth just, oh, uh, yeah. Eh, like doing all these dumb noises. <laughs> and like you can tell that Daisy Ridley got like all these monologues and stuff like that because she's the, she's a character you interact with. Um, there's one hilarious voice line that. James McAvoy has that uh, I can't I won't tell you how you get to it but you you're trying to interrupt uh, the woman while she's speaking and he just looks at her and holds his hands and goes babe but like in a deeper <laughs> voice than the rest of how he speaks and he's like babe 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 he doesn't refer what? to her as babe anywhere Ever. else in this game <laughs> and I played loops of this game <laughs> Never in any of the voice lines does he refer to as babe. But when he tries to interrupt her in the middle of speaking, really deep voice, babe. And it's like, okay, this was an artistic choice, I guess. Okay, you've got me. I want to play or, the game now. <laughs> or 
It's not him, maybe. It's not him, and they needed a line to interrupt her. And they didn't want to pay him to do reshoots. Yeah. There's this dude named Trevor in the studio at the same time like, <laughs> yeah. while James is out on lunch or something like that. And they're like, hey, dude, come in here real quick. Yeah. When you just say line. We need a babe line. <laughs> we need a babe uh, line. So is it's interesting. I think people should play it, especially because it can be beaten in one setting. Yeah. Um, but if you can, play it on PC for the love of God, because a point-and-click adventure does not translate well at all to consoles, in my opinion. And the console version probably doesn't have it. I mean, uh, oh, different yeah. controller support. Maybe it probably does. Hmm. I didn't. I mean, I I didn't try grabbing a mouse and keyboard uh, and plugging it into my computer. That, but so that's something I've actually or been my like, Xbox. But that's something I've been considering doing a lot lately. Like I'll just be playing a video game and I like I just have this intrusive thought in my head. What if I just plugged in a uh, mouse and keyboard that we have in the garage that's been sitting there for five years, you know, because we don't have any newer ones in the right. house. But it's just like, what if I just, you know, tried out a different setup and I just I never mean, go do for it. it, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't have, know. Exactly. Using a keyboard is so hard for me. <laughs> I, listen, I've tried. I understand it's the superior gaming method to a lot of you out there. Um but I, it's not it for me. So, so I mean, kudos to you. Uh, my fingers get lost, and I don't know where I'm at sometimes. Yeah. And then I have to look down. So that doesn't help anything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, 12 minutes. Play it. It's on Game Pass, PC and Xbox, I believe. Nice. So I know it's definitely on Xbox, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's on PC. Uh, I don't know if this is on PS4. Or PS5. Um, actually, that's a good... Let me let me look it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so is there any... Have, did you have any questions about this game? Because I, I want you... Like, uh, boy, do none of the trailers scratch the surface of what this game is. Yeah. Uh, on any level. It's not on Sony consoles. Gotcha. I just, like... I don't know. I'm always intrigued with, like, time loop stories yes like is is the mechanism for which the time loop loop happens like does it work does it make sense or is it just kind of uh (laughs) this just happens sort Uh, of thing so they never fully explain what causes the time loop they only ever allude and i can't get into that further without spoilers yeah but they uh, Do you think it, that's intentional it's suggested, or just like a... It's suggested that it is not... That a lot of the game is not real. Okay. But also, like, uh, that's not a spoiler. It's very ambiguous. Yeah. If this is all happening. And I that's one of the many unresolved conclusions, in my <laughs> opinion, that the game needs to reckon with itself. Uh, so... Um, it's very ambiguous as to if this is happening or not happening. I see. Um, but the basically, if you try to leave the apartment after you get into it, um, and if you let the time run out, which there's no clear indication of the timer, just events that happen around the apartment to let you know basically how long you have left. Yeah. Uh, like lightning will go off at like at, the eight at like halfway through. Gotcha. Um, so that um besides those indicators and like what the woman does you don't really have 
too much of a clue of when it's going to go. Um, and of course, you know, when the, the cop knocks at the door, you know that's almost done anyway. So, um, yeah. Basically, the only thing that resets the loop is uh, you can kill yourself in this game. Oh, uh, fun. So that's traumatic. Mm. But you can do it because it's a loop game. And yeah. so, I mean, I guess that is kind you of an would aspect. get to a point of that. Yeah. Um, so you can do that. Um, and yeah, so leaving the room or leaving the, the apartment, killing yourself or letting it run through is the only way. Gotcha. Um, so it's, mm. like I said, it's an interesting game. Yeah. Interesting game is definitely the way to put it. <laughs> I, it, I thought about it a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a good thing. A good th- I don't know <laughs> if I thought about it positively a lot. But I definitely thought about it a lot. Um, so yeah, before it starts to sound like a loop of us just saying the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Play, play this game, or don't. Uh, I would love to have someone else to talk to about it. Um, not saying I like Chris. Chris was much more positive about it than me. I wish he was on the show right now. Um, he he loved it, and I I can definitely see why some people would love it. Yeah. Because I, I liked a lot of it, but uh, definitely plot things I was not huge on. Um, other than that, uh, Seth and I are still going through the world and Neo, the world ends with you, uh, trying to get to the end of that game. It's actually longer than I thought it was going to be, um, which is fine, um, but that just means that's going to be pushed back, uh, which is okay. Um, but other than that, I've I tried playing the ascent. I couldn't get into it. I tried. Yeah. Uh, I I mean I'm not trying to run down like a list of games that <laughs> uh, didn't work for me, but I did. I tried the ascent. Um, there was a couple other games I like downloaded and deleted real quickly. Gears Tactics. I couldn't do that. Oh, it was bad. Man. I didn't like it. I know you were uh, so excited. For I was that when it got announced. I was real excited. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I've been having a hard time finding something I want to play that's not uh, something casual that I'm already playing yeah. right now, um, besides The World Ends With You. So I've been playing that and just the casual games I jump on. Uh, one of the things I have been jumping on the past couple of days I'll talk about in a little bit because there was a thing about it yesterday. Nice. Um and you haven't been playing much, like you said. No, I've been having a similar problem. Of it's just uh, like we're at a really like kind of dead point in the year, um, and it's just hard for me to find something that I really want to sink my teeth into. Um, the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Edition or whatever just came out. I I'll get that, but and that'll be a new experience for me. But that's not like a new game, you know. Um, so it's not like as pressing or as exciting for me, but I, yeah, I've, I've done nothing new over this last week, unfortunately. I'm interested to see if you like that game. Tsushima? Yeah. Yeah. Interested. I I mean, mean, I liked what I saw you playing of it, but. I, I liked most of it too. Yeah. But I. But I also know your gripes with it. It lost me at the end. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, interested to see what you think. Um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's it for what we played. We're going to take a quick break and then come back with the news. So much news. 
Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher, and while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, let's talk about Gamescom news. We're not going to talk about the Xbox showcase uh, because the most interesting thing they had was uh, this video about how trebuchets work. Uh, Yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah. And I'm about that. I'll watch a video about how a trebuchet works all day Um, because that is some real History Channel level (laughs) stuff that I will get into. Yeah. but what I want to talk about uh, for first is the Destiny 2 Witch Queen Showcase, where they showed the tall lady. Can I do a quick thing that I saw at the Xbox uh, Showcase that I liked? What? Um, it was a literally less than a 10-second clip during um, like a video that they were doing for a bunch of games that were coming to Game Pass, um, I think with the Humble Bundle deal. Um, but there's this game in there called Signalis, which looks like it's like a classic Resident Evil survivor horror game, but it's like, it's pixel art stuff. Um, and it's like, it's still survival horror. Um, but it's like deals with like, it's like alien stuff. Like it's a sci-fi survival horror, basically like dead space, but in the classic Resident Evil style. I just think it looked really cool, uh, but it had like five to ten seconds in this trailer, but it was enough to make me go looking for it. Ah. Yeah. Um, I just would like more people to know about the existence of this game, because it looks really cool. Uh, Unfortunately, there's like two or three trailers out for it now, though, but they're all kind of the same thing, so once more is shown of that, I will definitely speak more about it in the future. But now, right now, it's just like a, hey, this looks really cool and interesting. I did not want that to go unnoticed. There you go. Yeah. That's a horror pixel art game. Thank you. I Googled it. Um, yeah, nothing in that really caught me, though, to be honest. That's fair. Um, but I'm glad you got something out of it. Uh, that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, let's see... Let me pull up my notes here. <laughs> Something happened there. Um, so Destiny 2 Witch Queen is coming out February 2022, uh, along with everything else that was announced for Gamescom, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a lot coming out in February. So right now in Destiny 2, to catch you up on the lore, oh, yes, yes. I know all of you care a lot here about Here we this. go. The Queen Marasov has captured... Or at least is trying to help free Savathun, the the Witch Queen. Uh, and she is the hive god of cunning and trickery. Um, and so apparently in this new one, new expansion, she's going to get the power of the light. And she gives the hive these powers. So you have to actually kill the hive and then actually crush their ghost in your hand. Which is kind of cool. Yo. Really neat. Yeah. I'm interested <laughs> because Destiny loves to overpromise and underdeliver. 
Uh, um, <laughs> David, be careful with your expectations right. here. Uh, so, like, is there going to be more dark side, light side stuff? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I hope. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, they uh, are adding, like, weapon crafting now. Um, they're adding all kinds of stuff. And I'm so sorry. They have added crossplay as of like yesterday. So crossplay is in. Nice. Which fire. Give me more people to play Destiny with, uh, especially because it's hard to get them to play with me. Um, uh, but yeah, Witch Queen, February 2022. Bun- Bungie is doing some cool 30th anniversary stuff. With like marathon skins and stuff like that Ooh. Uh, inside Destiny, um, so yeah, neat neat things going on in Destiny Two. Uh, if you want to play, let me know in our Discord, and I will jump on because I always am down. I have a Titan; he is powerful, and I'm trying to get Forrest to play. So you've tried before. Tried to get Seth to play too, and that was uh, when I was on the weakest console I could possibly play it on. Yeah. So um, who knows if you'll get me this? I have time. been playing at sixty frames, which is hard to handle sometimes. <laughs> as someone who's played that game at thirty frames per second the For entirety of its lifespan, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm getting used to it. Um, but let's get to Jeff Cayley's op. Opening night live of Gamescom 2021. Uh, that started with a pre-show that had a couple of neat things. Uh, King of Fighters 15, which they kept saying KOF 15. is. I would have never known that KOF was King of Fighters in my life. Uh, you don't pay attention to fighting games much, so that's right, expected. But when you're showing this off to a massive crowd of people, they don't know... I would... What of the percentage of people watching this? Yes. How many of them knew what King of Fighters was? So that's because the, I still I just know it's a fighting game. Yeah. I don't know that it it's significant. So that's a problem when it, that a lot of fighting games I feel have when it comes to marketing is that they they have all these like trailers and stuff at big showcases for games as a whole when the fighting game community and the people who even would care remotely about a new fighting game coming out are such a small subsection of a subsection of the overall gaming community. Like, yeah. you have but these ev- specific trailers for things that are not going to get as many people as you think it would for a trailer at a big thing like this. It's like they're marketing to the wrong people at the wrong time, at the wrong place. Right. And they, they also uh, kind of did the Smash thing, seemingly, where they're like, everyone's here. Yeah. And, like, cool. But, like, all your fighters kind of look generic to me, at least. <laughs> like, they all look like dudes that fight. And one of them is the king, maybe. Yes. Of the fighters. One of them is Terry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't do nothing for me. <laughs> Makes me just mad that he exists what? as a Smash character. But I guess, you know, Sakurai loves fighting games. I'm sorry that you don't love fighting games, David. And you I never mean, will. Yeah, it's not going <laughs> to happen. 
If it was going to happen by now, it would have happened. <laughs> it would have, exactly. Yeah. We just don't live in that reality. I will play Injustice and Mortal Kombat when it comes the, out. The two worst. But I <laughs> fighting will games. beat the story and then trade it in. That's, <laughs> that's what I do with those games. <laughs> yeah. See? that's And I'm killing it. But every other fighting game... Those I are play, fun party games. I play fighting games. I, I play Smash, and I play Mortal Kombat and Injustice. Then I trade them in. Not Smash, though. That's still there. Uh, <laughs> That's a for life, baby. <laughs> so they they had... Let's let's get through these. Yeah. Uh, this game called 9 to 5, which it, is a shooter. It just looks like Rainbow Six to it's me. It's 3v3v3. That's its unique oh. point. Three teams of three. Threes is best, as the Bob Odenkirk said in that one sketch. Um, Bus Simulator 2021. Ugh. I do want to play this what? because it's kind of stupid looking. And yes. Fun. Yeah, you drive a bus. Okay. Sometimes simulators are dumb I, and fun. I've never got the... Like mowing a lawn or whatever. I, I, <laughs> I want to play the mowing simulator. I've never gotten the hype for simulator games. Oh, I mean, I don't think they're the best, but they're fun for a couple hours. Like, I played Microsoft I Flight Sim for like a couple okay, hours. Okay, that's different. That's like an actual technological marvel. That's not, marvel that's not different. Is used to train pilots. <laughs> Listen, I, I, don't, I don't see much of a difference. And this might train me to drive a double-decker bus. Who knows? You know what? Maybe. Um, I hope it does. House of Ashes, which is the new Dark Pictures anthology game. That looks creepy. Yep. Dolman. Uh, that looked cool the last time we saw it at... Oh, my God. What was the last time we saw it? It was a really long, arduous thing that we saw it at. I didn't want to pay attention to it. Yeah. Dream Cycle. I don't remember. Now let's get to the games that matter. Saints Row Reboot was announced. February 25th. This looks good. Maybe we'll play good, but we don't know because they didn't really show gameplay. They showed uh, the briefest like amount of gameplay. 15 seconds, give or take, and yeah. all of them were like half-second snippets. Right. Um, but, but it looked like other Saints Row exactly. games without superpowers, yes. which is maybe I'm dumb, but yes. <laughs> Saints Row got too crazy. This is the only way you could have gone from there. And I, Saints Row to got too crazy, and, and I didn't, I think it lost its fun, and now they're reeling it back. And I think it looks good. I like the crazy. It's got a good vibe, this this game. Yeah. Desert heisty stuff. I'm it's very that. It's very bare bones. It, it feels like what I remember the original pitch, like for the pitch for the first Saints Row game was, like what that was marketed as. This feels very... Similar to that, from what I remember, it's still got a little bit of the crazy stuff. Yeah, though. yeah, it it's got style and attitude to it, but it's not right. uh, excessive and indulgent. Yes. So we'll see what that. It's just called Saints Row, full reboot. Yep. Uh, even though it's not set in Louisiana, they're still using the little Florida Lee. Yeah. So, is that what that's called? Pretty I, sure that's what it's called. Yeah. 
Uh, I I always just call it the Saints Row icon because I can never <laughs> pronounce the other thing, uh, even though I know it's used in other things. A lot of other <laughs> a things. lot of other things. I've uh, been to New Orleans. I saw it every two seconds there. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> no, um, that, dude, bro, that place is great. We're not getting into uh, this. <laughs> Midnight Suns was cool looking, and we're gonna see gameplay on September first. But the story trailer was cool. And I trust Firaxis to make a good game. Yes. Uh, so Midnight Suns is the... Um, we There was the heavily rumored around E3 time, the Marvel uh, Cap, uh, Marvel XCOM game. And that's what this is going to be. Yep. Is the tactical Marvel game. Uh, and sign me up. The aesthetic to this game is fantastic. Uh it looks really cool. Yeah, it's you, got a lot of really cool characters in it. Yeah, you've got the Ghost Rider that's not... Uh, good Lord, I forgot the main Ghost Rider's name. Uh, I was about to say the other Ghost Rider's name that's not the actual one in this. I was going to say Danny Ketch, and I'm like, nobody remembers no. him. Johnny yeah. Blaze. Johnny Blaze. But the one in this game is Robbie Reyes. Yes, who looks really creepy and cool. Oh, his design is, I would say, the the best out of the Ghost Riders. Okay. But that's a... That, I mean, that's fine. That is a yeah. take. I understand that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's got some uh, mutant representation. It's got Wolverine in there. That's and, it. And magic. Oh, and magic. Eliana yep. Rasputin. Um, no one else. Uh, but magic is cool. Yeah. Um, and so is Wolverine. Thank God Cyclops isn't there. Um, so <laughs> you've got Avengers representation. You got Doctor Strange. Blades there. Uh, uh, yeah, Blade. The, a lot of Avengers <laughs> representation. Blade, Cap. Uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Um, love cool characters. So uh, imagine a, a tactics game with those characters. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's good. The aesthetic is real good. Yeah. So one thing I'm hoping for... So this is called Midnight Suns, which is a popular Marvel, like, uh, supernatural team, basically. But not really any of the characters from that team are in this trailer. So I'm hoping that at least we will eventually get some, like, Moon Knight or Punisher or something, you know? Especially Moon Knight. That show's coming out within the next year or two. Right. Like, let's, let's get him in some more things, fellas. Um, also, I would like to just see what Moon Knight's, like, mystical armor would look like alongside the rest of the characters that were in this trailer, because the ending shot of it is just all of them in, like, this, like, this cool, like, black and gold look for all of them, um, and I just really want to see what Moon Knight's would look like in that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of cool looking stuff in there. Uh. I would like to see what Nova would look like in, oh my. with that. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I love Nova. Nova is severely underrepresented. Yes. Uh, in the Marvel game and, and the comics. Cinematic and comics <laughs> universe. We we love good old Richard Ryder. Give me no more Nova. Even Kid Nova. I'll take I would take Sam. Give me just more Nova. Um so yeah. Midnight Suns. Looks real cool. Yeah. Uh, and once again, gameplay reveals September 1st. Yep. For some reason, it's like a week and a half away or a week away. Why they decide to do that, I have no clue, but, you know. Could have just shown it the day. At least we'll see it on Wednesday, and we'll be able to report on it next week. So we got more news for you next week. <laughs> um, next 
We got the big hit. In my opinion, the point where our, my brain started to trail off from the rest of this thing. Yeah. Uh, Halo Infinite, everyone. We have a release date. December 8th. Woo! 2021. Not 2022. Thank God. It could get pushed. Don't. D- but right now, I should we've slap got you a right date. Here. We've got a date. Seth isn't here to say it's going to get pushed. So, so we're we'll living. Spe- yeah, yeah. Living. We, we are thriving. We're thriving. <laughs> I'm so excited. I think I may have yelled when uh, Joseph Statton said the release date. I was very happy. I was very happy. <laughs> the The trailer they had for the to set the vibe for the first season of multiplayer thing of multiplayer uh, was really cool. Um, showcased a character, and she eventually becomes what I assume is a Spartan Four, uh, and she's talking to new recruits, which I'm assuming will also become Spartan Fours, maybe Spartan Fives, who knows. Um, but yeah, uh, all looks very cool. No more campaign showed off. Uh, once again, that's because they said in another video earlier this week they don't want to show any more campaign until it's gold. Yeah. Uh, until it's done. Yep, and they're putting the final touches on it right now, so... Right. We'll probably get something uh, t- uh, October, November. Yeah. I think uh, we will get a sizable campaign reveal uh, in November. Yeah. And... They did say they're going to do more play tests for the multiplayer. I'm actually going to place a bet right now. We are going to get a very sizable look at this game as a whole, if not just the campaign, on November 15th, since that will be the 20th anniversary of Halo to the day that it released. Yeah, there might be like a demo or whatever. Also my birthday. Another beta. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Play test. Yeah. Um, they did say that was coming. They also showed off... A elite uh, Xbox Elite 2 wireless controller themed after Master Chief and uh, a console, an Xbox Series X console. Beautiful. Both, both have of them sold out already. Both have sold out already. <laughs> uh, if you thought Xbox Series X's were hard to get, uh, this Halo one's even harder to yep. get. Um, but same with this controller. Uh, maybe I'll get it one day. I hope restocks happen yeah. on the daily. It and it, it <laughs> might. Though, like controllers are a lot easier to make than consoles. Yeah. So, for sure. But we have a date. We have assurance that more play tests are coming, so I we get more chances to get our hands on that multiplayer, try out all the new stuff. I'm just so excited. For I this. know. I'm ready for it. Uh. It's only, what, like four months away now? Three? Less, yeah. It's August, September, October, November. Yeah. Yeah. Four months. Bad at math. (laughs) Uh, Excited. I would argue three in, like, two weeks. So three and a half months. Yeah. You know? Um, It's so close. I can almost taste it. Uh, the next two games, do you remember these, Forrest? Uh, Cult of the Lamb and Midnight Fight Express. Uh, I do. Cult of the Lamb looked cute and weird, but I couldn't tell not, what type of game it was. Yeah, it's not it's, something I'm interested in yeah. either, unfortunately. So this show also, I need to point out, maybe we should just talk about the stuff we care about. Because this thing was <laughs> go two quicker. hours long. Yes. It was so long. And We're by ta- this point in the show, we had passed all the big things, I would say. This was... <laughs> Halo was 30 minutes in, and they had 
they knew that people were not wa- watching past like four minute forty five. Yeah, probably. Um, but you know, it was rough sticking through the whole thing. As I, someone and who I did, did it. it. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, let's see. They showed off another trailer for TMNT Shredder's Revenge. I think that looks great. It looks great. They announced that April is playable. Uh, you can heal your teammates with pizza. As you should. And you can do team moves. Yeah. Which is going to be super cool. Um, but April's going to be in it, and she's going to be playable, which is really, really cool. Uh, Has Casey been revealed yet? No. Okay. He most likely will be then. I wonder if they're going to put Jenica in it. The new fifth turtle? Yes. Yeah. I would I would or love them to. Splinter. I would love them to put her in. That's a um, lot of characters, though. Splinter, Casey Jones, Jenica, that's three more than the yeah. right now. Yeah, and it's a beat-em-up, so, like, putting but in new characters. them at eight. Yeah? Mmm. So, you know. You know. You know. Uh, this game looks good. Looks very pretty. Yeah. Uh, still coming out in 2022. Beat-em-ups so. are preserving sprite work. <laughs> like 2D sprite work in video games. <laughs> this game could be in the clearest high definition. I wouldn't care. I'd still play it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, fair. the sprite work looks good, but it could be, you know, <laughs> I'm not one of those people where no. it's like it has to have a it has certain to look aesthetic. a certain way. Right. Uh, if it's fun, it's fun. It's exactly. And it, that's the thing is if it's fun. Um, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania is basically. A sports game has a lot of mini games, along with the the fact that it has the puzzles. The to typical play. monkey ball, um, and it also song. has a DLC where you can play as uh, Morgana from Persona <laughs> Five, which gets you music and stuff from Persona Five. Ten out of ten. Uh, I might buy this game just to buy that DLC. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I love Morgana. Uh, everyone. That wants to complain about Morgan online, get in line. Uh, I'll just ignore all of you while you're in line because she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, or they are awesome. It's a cat. I have no clue. Uh, and it's whatever. I want that. And I want Monkey Ball to do well. Yeah, so I might get it. Who knows? I would get it purely for this, though. I don't care about the rest of Monkey Ball. Uh, maybe the mini games look cool. Yeah. So. Uh, Forest, that portal game you care about. Split Gate. Yeah. You say it's a portal game. It's a Halo portal game. This is one of the few games that I've ever played that captures the Halo feel, and that is glorious. Um, it's what people say. Yeah. So um, they put out a new update today. It's going to have infection mode. Like, when I say this is literally Halo, I mean it. Like we're getting the same, like a bunch of the same game modes. Like these, the the development team knows what people liked about Halo, so they are just capitalizing on that. And I hope it works out great for them. The uh, I mentioned it a few weeks ago when I first played it. The queue times are up to like an hour, sometimes two hours long. Um, now they are down to like less than five minutes. They've opened up more server space. They got a good flow going. Well, because it's also officially out. Today. Yes, yes. So it officially released today with its. Uh, it's 1.0 release, right. I think, literally. It's out of beta. Um, yep, and it is... It's a lot of fun. I would like to play it with you. Maybe. It's free. I don't know. It's free, buddy. <laughs> we'll see. 
I don't know. It's, it's going to be hard to pull me away from Destiny. That's fair. And Fortnite. Listen, man, this game, Apex. it's a small game. Like, it won't take long to download. Pokemon Unite. You play it for, <laughs> play it for an hour with me, and we'll, <laughs> we'll decide from there. All right, maybe. Okay. I don't know. The problem is the portal thing takes me out. You, literally, I didn't use them at all when I played, and I was having a blast. Like, yeah, it, but I would get mad when it's used against me. That's fair. Like, I would be like, it's dumb. Why are you using portals? This is a... Attack, part- attack me head on like a man. Yeah, fight me the way I'm supposed to, we're supposed to fight. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. I'll I'll play it and get mad. It'll be fun. Okay. Um, Good. Yeah. Uh, Riders Republic has a beta that got extended to August 28th. Didn't even know it had an open beta. Uh, so, I'm glad to know that now so I can see if I will like this game. Because uh, if you've listened to our previous episodes, <laughs> Seth has chided me aggressively. I'm for, with him on this. I mean, I think it I, could be a cool game. I and do not so care about this game. I, Th- this was the official point of the showcase that I clicked out, except for like one major thing uh, in a few spots from here. But like I I started falling off hard attention-wise once Red yeah. Republic came on. I, and I'm sorry if we skipped over something that you're very passionate about, but we're going to skip over stuff. Um, the next thing that I cared about was Lego Skywalker Saga. Yes. Uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. The, the thing that I was also passionate and sad about is that it uh, is not coming out until 2022. It's another <laughs> vague season launch window um, of just spring 2022. So let's... Pray to this the living game has force. Had like three of those by now. <laughs> uh, Wasn't that original release date like 2020 at some point? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really sad. I want this game out like now. It looks great. It looks amazing. I phenomenal. <laughs> it's it has Luke asking old man Ben Kenobi how his father died, and then Ben just grimaces and, and his, goes, Ooh, his head made, disappears <laughs> yeah. into his neck. And yeah. uh, that makes this the one true canon for Star Wars. Uh, there's <laughs> also the picture, like, so Lego games do a bunch of tongue in cheek stuff, but it, like, and I love in old them man for Ben's it. house, they he has a picture of him <laughs> having drinks with some clones, and it's like, oh. Oh, horror, Ben, <laughs> and all of his clone friends. Yep. Uh, and that hit me because I just finished watching Clone Wars. Yeah, man. Uh, so give me a Clone Wars Lego game, too, because I know it's not going to touch on that. Uh, at there least was one not, a while ago. Not to the extent that I want them to. Yeah, yeah. And also, I really would like this game. Who knows if it will have it, but for it to have Ahsoka in it. I want Ahsoka and everything. Yes. So I'm with you on this. <laughs> I don't know if it will, but seeing as Ahsoka was Luke Sky or Anakin Skywalker's only Padawan, I feel like Ahsoka belongs in this game. She is very important to Anakin's development. Yes. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> even uh, right. So hopefully we get some some Clone Wars and Rebels representation in there. Uh, with because of course, you the Skywalker saga cannot be complete without Anakin's adventures and the Clone Wars yep. and Darth Vader's time spent uh, fighting antagonizing antagonizing <laughs> uh, the rebels. Uh, 
It's all Skywalker's good and bad. You, yep, you yep. got to take it all. <laughs> and you've got to enjoy it all the way to the end. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, Star Wars. Love it. Uh, let's see. The next thing that I thought was cool was this Dokev game, but I still don't know what it's supposed to be. I don't remember this This one. game, it's like an open world... You're like riding around on a skateboard, and then you boop into the sky, and you've got a paraglider. Oh, was this the one that had the like the three or four minute long trailer with the annoying music? Did you think? I thought the music was fine. I it went on too long for me. Yeah, it, I, I know what this game is now, though. Yes, I think this looks really fun. Wait, this is an MMO. Yes. So when okay, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. So when no. I was talking about it in the Discord, this is the one that I was like, this gives me like. Like, this looks interesting. I'm interested, but this gives me heavy MMO vibes, and I don't know if it will be for me then because of it. It's it's more like Doke V, because it's D-O-K-E capital V. Um, all right, well, you know, we'll see if it's good. If it's an MMO, it's another Pokemon MMO game mixed with Pixar. So... I think it looked interesting. I'm not sure it's going to be good. But I thought it looked really cool. I'll play it, though. I'll play it. Um, let's see. There was a Jumanji game thrown in here yeah. with no details as to what it was. <laughs> yes. Uh, Just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. No real description as to what it's supposed to be or how it's played. Uh, that was mind-boggling. Um there was a new roller coaster tycoon esque game shown off called Park Beyond. Uh, that looked kind of neat. Uh, everyone is talking about Jet the Far Shore. That looked fine to me. Maybe I'm uh, underplaying it. Um, but then we get to the weirdest announcement of this thing where they bring on Guerrilla Games to talk about Horizon Forbidden West. They don't have a new trailer at all, but they tell you, hey, the game is delayed. Yeah. What? Like, I get coming on the show to talk about your game, and I get maybe having a new trailer or something to show, but just coming Bring on there... Bring something with you. Just you know? coming on there to say, hey, uh, it's not coming out. Well, it's coming out... F- hey, guess what, everyone? It's coming out February 18th, 2022. So, yeah, what this was, I don't think this was denouncing, announcing the delay because that already happened like right. a month ago. Well, that leaked. They did. Oh, I thought they confirmed no. it. No. Okay. That got leaked. I'm combining that these. Was a Schreier, okay. That was a Schreier slash Grub. That, that n- a no Schreier Grub joint. That no representative <laughs> ever followed up on? Nope. Oh, my gosh. No okay. one no one came back out and talked about it. Okay, well, here it is. Then. They came out and talked about it. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> There's me mixing my, mixing my news again. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Uh, very strange. Um, Marvel Future Revolution is an open-world RPG on mobile. Once again, a mobile game. Uh, there's a couple mobile games here at the end. Yep. Uh, Tales of Luminaria is another mobile game. It's an MMO-type Tales game. Uh, this Sifu game, a bunch of people are super hyped for it. I am one of those people. It just looks like a game to me. 
Okay. But I mean, that, do you know what fu- kind of podcast we're on? Well, no, no, no. Like that you found it. There's nothing like I don't. Know, it doesn't like grab me. Am I? What am I missing? Tell I, me what I'm missing. I, I'll tell you what grabs me is just like the the visuals and the gameplay just look so high energy and just so so quick. You know, and so smooth. Like you, you, you're playing as a kung fu master. Who I, I think they gave some story bits in the trailer today. Like your whole family got brutally massacred or something, and you're seeking revenge. Um, very basic story, but that that's a good that's a good way to get you going. You know, um, but I just this game looks like the gameplay looks really cool to me. Like I've never seen a game that tries to capture like that kung fu movie feel like this has um it like it's just i've never seen a game like this you know um and as games become more cinematic um as we have experienced over the last decade they're going to start pulling a lot from different kinds of movies um so i think like what they're pulling from with this is much more entertaining than any other cinematic movie experience I've seen, you know? Right. I'm going to call out Neil Druckmann because I know you would enjoy me doing this. Always. (laughs) Some games do not need to be as cinematic as they are. This, though, is taking kung fu movies and putting it into a game. Right. And I just, that is so exciting for me. Um, When I was younger, uh, my father and I, like, we we bonded over some kung fu movies. You know, like, they have a a specific place in my heart. And having a game like that just is so exciting and fresh to me. Because I don't feel like I've had that in another game before. Right. Yeah. All right. maybe, Maybe I'll be wrong. I don't know. It just doesn't. I'm gonna like, be sad if I'm wrong. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people talk about how excited they are for it, and it just never. It doesn't really click with you me. yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet. There's me being hopeful. Um, and Death Stranding director's cut uh, continues to look less and less like Death Stranding. <laughs> like, yeah, like the original. And more release. and more just like an absurd, uh, fun version <laughs> of the game. <laughs> And I, it's so wacky. Like th- this is like <laughs> this is Kojima can, like rechanneling his original like Metal Gear like two through. No, this is Kojima. Like man, I made a really feeling. boring game. <laughs> let's let's make it a little. Let's fun. make it fun. Let's make this boring game fun. Let's add jetpacks. That robot you have, it can carry you too. Why not? Like let's take our boring game. Where people got mad at you because they wanted to steal the mail and deliver it instead of you, and you just can jetpack over them or whatever. Yeah, like I, all these new additions for like the the. It's seemingly trend. going to break the game. Yes, I was, I am very excited to see someone like maxed out with all of these different uh, transportation mechanics, um, and. Uh, uh, abilities and stuff. I want to see what it looks like when someone has that like. Um, impact dampener jet boot thing, the robot that walks next to you. And, like, there was one in the previous trailer that was, like, 
just a huge ladder, basically, of packages for you to carry. Like, I want to see what it looks like when someone has all of these things going at once and how hectic and stupid or great and fun it would be. It's going to be chaos. And I just think it's hilarious because the initial point of this game was that it was meant to be like this arduous journey where you like really earn getting from point A to point B. Yeah. And the director's cut is just like, nah, <laughs> here you go. Screw around. Build a racetrack on the way there and jetpack out of your vehicle. And, and shoot <laughs> your packages out of a cannon and have them parachute down to a spot that you choose. Oh, it's so bonkers and it makes no sense. How is this a director's cut? It almost, this is more the unhinged cut. This is, it's this the is Kojima going sicko mode. <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> this, like, it feels like it is now the antithesis to the original Death Stranding release. Yeah, no, it's the yin to the yang. <laughs> yeah. Kojima's like, what if I... What if I... <laughs> he's going towards a new genre of strand game. I, I hate it. I hate it so much. I forgot that strand games were a thing. Or with this they are. Oh god. He's redefining Capcom what is it shaking means to in their boots. Oh, that because that space is, the, what is the it strand, even called? I can't remember, Ugh. but you know that they're trying to build a strand game and now Kojima's like I'm redefining I'm the redefining genre already. I'm redefining what it means. Yes, I'm <laughs> redefining the genre. What if what if from now on every single game or every single thing that he creates, he just it's a strand thing. This is now, now a strand thing. This is game. now a strand thing. It, when he ever if he ever makes a movie, which I know he will, he'll call it a strand movie. And that's just I the bit don't from now know on. If I want to see a movie that Hideo Kojima makes. Well, if you've ever played Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, or 4, you've already seen it. <laughs> right. I'm sure. I'm trying to see what this... The, could... the, the amount of cutscene time that is spent in those games, especially in MGS4, is equivalent to your typical... like, two or three typical movies... Like, there was upwards to, like, seven or eight hours of cutscenes in MGS4, and it is a lot. The final cutscene of that game, I think, is legitimately an hour long. That's too long. Yes. I'm trying to think of what that the name of that game was, but I... Pragmata. Yes. Yeah. And it sounds like a Strand game. It sounds like a Strand game, but it's not going to be one after this. Because... Strand means nothing. Right. It's just whatever Kojiba says it is. And he's going sicko mode. He's going sicko mode. Being you sicko can't. mode is a strand You can't. Game. <laughs> this game looks so stupid. It's great. I'm going to play it because it I looks hope you enjoy absolutely it. bonkers. Yes. No, this is the type of thing I wanted. It's like he's... It's like Kojima watched people that like... Add mods to Skyrim, and he's like, "What if I modded <laughs> what if I just my did that to my own game? What if I modded my own game <laughs> and then did it and slapped seventy dollars on it?" And Sony is like, "We gave you money for this," and he's like, "Yeah, you, you, you'll what, make it back. Don't worry." What do you? Yeah, 
Can you imagine the people at Sony right now? They're like, you they're, sold us on a new genre shaking. of... They're sweating they're so like, hard. You sold us on a new genre of game. Yeah, and this is redefining that genre. Yeah. <laughs> game two. It's, <laughs> it's art. It's art. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm there for it. I wasn't there for round one of the Strand game. Round two... Let's see if it gets you. I'm Vince McMahon going back in the chair a little bit. If you were to gauge it on that interest, like I'm Strand Game, I was like bored Vince McMahon, but like this new one, I'm like the You're like at least eyebrow raised, interested looking around. Yeah, I'm not falling back yet. Yeah, uh, that's Halo Jet Infinite. Jetpack almost you. got me. Oh there. yeah, but like I'm talking about my interest in the Strand for the, for the Strand. Right. Let's see if Pragmata gets you to the full freak out. You know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what what the strand game is gonna have to do to, <laughs> to, get to, me there. to really get its claws in you. But but you know we'll see. Um, but that was it for Gamescom. There wasn't a lot of news uh, that was. Um, there wasn't a lot of news outside of this because I think everyone was holding out for yeah uh, this. So um, was there anything else we? probably should have talked about Forrest. Uh, there was a showcase for Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, yeah, I'm always yep. going to forget about Call of Duty. Yep. Uh, <laughs> to the point where when it came on today, uh, we were we were well near the end of that part of the showcase, and David was just like, what did I miss? I, I had something else to do. And I'm like, ah, I almost was tempted to just not tell you because I know that you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, Call of Duty Vanguard, um, it's back to World War II. It's about, uh, like, a bunch of different special force operatives, basically. I They said it was, like, about them forming, like, some of the early special ops uh, organizations, whatever. Cool. Uh, they showcased a little bit of the campaign. The opening, like, minute and a half felt very Resident Evil 7 and 8, though, um, down to even, like, when you pass by some, like, pickup objects. It even has, like, that little circle over it like it does in Resident Evil, you know? Um, it looks good visually, though. I'll, I'll probably play it. I like Call of Duty campaigns. They're really going out of their way to say... Detriment. It, to hide the fact that they're connected to Activision. Yeah. They're doing <laughs> everything they can to not say... You know, we're Activision. I'll find a way to play this uh, without any financial loss <laughs> to myself. I'll say that. So, yeah. Call of Duty. Yep. It's there. It's not going anywhere. It's, it's the biggest, one of the biggest money makers in the industry. Comes out a month before Halo. November or something. So I think the way they had it in the showcase today was that Call of Duty was first, and then Halo was right after it. And when it happened, I literally said in our Discord, I was like, all right, time for the real shooter of the year, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's go. Yeah. For real. Coming in right in the the dead, the last minute. Yeah. So. Um. All right. So with that, we appreciate you listening, as always. And we hope you uh, enjoyed listening. Um, and join our Discord and stuff. Interact with us. We love to talk to you guys and gals. And with that, we will talk at you next week. Goodbye. See ya.